0: God. am i starting oh wow there we go <laughs> liam we're gonna ask you some uh some rather serious but also fun questions um all at the same time um so the first uh serious and fun question is what's your favorite sport
1: my favorite sport would have to come down between football and basketball but at the end of the day i would probably choose football
0: who is your favorite football player
1: my favorite football player um, of all time would be Troy Polamalu. Uh, shout out to the Steelers, but
0: yes. Boo! Boo! <laughs> all right, next question. How about favorite food? Uh, favorite food? This is easy. Steak. I
1: uh, do a nice, clean-cut strip steak with a uh, side of fries at Texas Roadhouse.
0: Not a ribeye? You don't want a ribeye? No. Nope. Prime Rips. Rips. All right, <laughs> Whatever. Okay. <laughs> How about your favorite singer? My favorite singer? Um...
1: Honestly, it'd probably have to be John Trabuck. Shout out to St. Pat's.
0: Well, local flavor there. Okay. Local <laughs> 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 flavor? How speaking of, steak, m- yeah. speaking of, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, Josh. Well, how about your favorite theological work? Oh,
1: this is uh, this is hard. Probably the Summa Theologiae.
0: Wow, <laughs> okay. All right. So Th- Thomas Aquinas is pretty good. It's good. <laughs> we do have him on the chapel wall at Central uh, Catholic, so that's pretty good. Well, I don't think you can get better than that, so let's hit let's it. Let's go.
2: Welcome to quarantine. I'm Athena Getze. I'm Lauren Strauss.
0: I'm Father David Kidd. And this is a senior from Central Catholic High School, Liam Brown, who played on the football team, I think three time track champion. Right, yes. I mean that's pretty wow. impressive, and he's actually one of our co-chairs for our prayer committee with the spiritual commission at Central Catholic High School. Thanks for being here, Liam. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah it's,
1: it's an honor.
0: And he's got pretty good hair too.
2: <laughs> Father might be jealous. I'm just a
0: bit jealous. Mine's kind of like running away from me here.
3: All right, <laughs> <laughs> we want to introduce the Awaken app to you. Um, which is an awesome new app that is available to us that has all the shows on it, exclusive content. Um, So we want you to check it out. You can go to theawakenapp.io. And just so you know, it's not on the App Store. You have to go to the specific link to get this and download it to your home screen. It's
2: because we're so cool.
3: Yeah, it definitely is. Um, (laughs) Also, if you um, enjoy the shows that we put on here, we ask that you... Continue to support us and you can support us um as much as you would like through awaken nation um you can go to awakencatholic.org slash donate well.
2: awesome so uh today we are going to talk a little bit about something that i think our world lacks a lot and that is respect um preach it yeah i think especially with like the election and like whether you should wear a mask or not like there's so much just crud going around right now that makes it really hard for people who don't like see eye to eye yeah people are angry yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous nasty yeah
0: can i say nasty you nasty. Can, say nasty. I, I can say nasty okay
2: yeah <laughs> it is it's it's bad um i mean i've seen it even like at youth group in the summer we would like mm. get together outside and someone would bring a mask with them and like everyone jumped on them like we're outside why would you wear a mask and mm. i had to shut that down many times and it's like what what in the world is going on? Like, it's crazy. It's crazy.
3: Yeah, Yeah. 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 And a lot of things, like, I've heard a lot recently with the mask thing is kind of like um, a selfish act almost, like Mm -hmm. being selfish because um, you're not, you know, supporting someone else's um, like health issues or like how, Mm -hmm. you know, they're dealing with it the same. So, um, that's a big thing with it too, I would Mm -hmm.
0: say. And I think we immediately turn into a political issue, right? And it's just like, uh, really? I think we're just like, talking about a piece of plastic or a piece of cloth or but we immediately turn into then you're like immediately i hate you and i hate your family and i hate everything you stand for and it's just like wow i i didn't i didn't even know you
2: yeah (laughs) right and And it's that ties in so much with the election crap too i can't i get so frustrated when i go online now because I have old teens that like they share things and it's very much like if you, if you voted for Biden, we are no longer friends. So like basically please tell me who you voted for or the vice versa. If you voted for Trump, like I don't mm want to be your friend. And to me, it kind of breaks my heart because I grew up in a world where everyone looked at each other differently and like didn't think the same thing, but we all loved each other really well through it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh. I think that, that you, you just made, like, a really good point that it's all about, you know, whose side you're on and it, who did you vote for, like, a Republican candidate, a Democratic candidate. <clears> At the <throat> end of the day, like, it's all about, you know, respecting and and just, like, keeping that human dignity aspect in mind. Like, we have to respect somebody, even if they don't, you know, politically agree with us, ideology, ideology, ideolo, like, whatever. I, you know I, what I'm that saying? I, I, you know I, that I we're, word. Even, yeah, even if, <laughs> even if like, the, the religious aspects don't really meet Like, that doesn't mean that we have to be enemies. We can still, you know, agree with each other and be friends and
0: still love each other. And even if you do, like, support... Michigan. You know, I, I i still love you.
1: Yeah. This has been an yeah. all week thing. I just want you guys yeah, to know oh this. Father gosh. father substituted Tuesday for our class and not once but twice made a so I think we should have a little
3: bit respect for, for my Michigan fandom.
1: For my Michigan fandom, father. Oh, Thanks thank for calling God.
0: me out. Yeah, I appreciate good. it.
1: Accountability. That's what to, right
0: to a friend zoo, you know.
3: Um and, and no, I f- I was gonna say, I feel like in our world right now too, it's been like heightened so much. Yeah. Like the division between everyone it's mm-hmm. like my way of the highway or like you can't have a different opinion than someone else or else your life is just like yeah. Yeah,
0: to the you're cast out
3: yeah right well and i think because um, i've seen this a lot too
2: that because of society we feel as catholics that we are called to love everyone which is correct that is what mm-hmm. we're called to do um But if you don't support everyone in their choices, whatever those may be, then you're not being Catholic because that means you're not actually loving. Um, And I think if we look at how Christ loved us, um, if you read the stories in the Bible, Christ never once was like, you're super broken. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. I accept it. Like, he knows that we were broken. He came to fix that and to help us and heal us. But like... If you actually look like he's kind of a ba because he's like he calling us yeah. out constantly and saying that we we could be better huh. and if we're gonna love people that's what we're called to do so it's really hard for me because when i see like catholics kind of like yelling at other catholics over these things um to me that's what's not loving mm-hmm. like yeah. it's fine if you you know whatever you believe whether that be same-sex marriage or whatever I I can love people who have those beliefs really really well in fact some of my friends are in those kinds of relationships Um, but they also know that I have no problem having those conversations with them as to why I don't support it but I still love them deeply Mm -hmm.
0: and I think that's so hard for a culture today right is to make a distinction um, between the person whom we love and maybe a an idea or a thought or a belief that they have we would totally disagree with mm-hmm. i had this conversation with a student um just a few weeks ago and i said hey it's okay that we disagree i still love you mm-hmm. do you know that mm-hmm. yeah. there i think that was just like brand new <laughs> never heard that before yeah. right mm-hmm. um and that's unfortunate because it's like that's our first mission is to love god and to love our neighbor right yeah um liam i don't know if you wanted to share a little bit too we you know talking about like just helping and be good um friends and helping each other out and we've kind of started these small groups um on at the at school mm-hmm. and kind of small faith sharing groups and how we're able to bit, do that
1: so at central we're like a very uh community f- uh familistic kind of like driven school um and the shutdown originally for us back in march was really difficult because we thrive on having like you know um human interaction and obviously like when we go virtual we can't really interact with each other uh trying to stay safe and all that but um recently we have uh mrs mccourt our um campus minister she's great she has uh put together um, a bunch of faith sharing groups, and they have been like awesome. Jake and I actually just came from one, uh, and the Holy Spirit is like there, and like vulnerability—that's a big thing too. Like when we're talking about like politics mm-hmm. and and beliefs and personal beliefs, like you have to be vulnerable to like even have that conversation. Yeah. And when you're attacking somebody's, you know, beliefs, they're vulnerable to that, and sometimes they might be insecure about that too because they don't know what's what's right and what's wrong, and they're searching for truth. Um, so uh, yeah, we we we've, we've uh, it's just been great because uh, we invite the Holy Spirit to just make us vulnerable and even if we don't agree with each other on certain aspects of what's going on in our world Mm -hmm. right now we still are like there for each other and we're still loving each other um so yeah the face sharing groups have been good it's it's usually like eight or nine or ten kids there uh we still still distance so that's really good too but yeah it's just it's awesome because i can i know that i can say stuff in that setting that won't um they won't take advantage of that and Mm -hmm. they won't go talking to like other people around the school. And I know that can be vulnerable with them. So yeah, it's just a very safe uh, trusting environment and the Holy spirit and Jesus and the father are like definitely there. Um, so yeah, he's been coming through for us a lot lately. So that's been, it's been like a joy. To that's like really have cool. That, Central yeah, does that.
2: Cause I know yeah. I, I've experienced teens that, um, may not believe a hundred percent what the Catholic church teaches. And if they're at a Catholic school, they just, I mean, they did it at youth group too. They just stayed quiet because like they don't agree. So they shouldn't say anything. Yeah. Um, where like I, in fact, I remember, um, her senior year, I told a senior, um, I want to hear what you have to say. And she was like, no, I don't agree with the Catholic church. It's fine. And I was like. Yeah, I know. I know what you agree, like what you think. I want everyone else to know what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's important, too, is that sometimes we as a society like decide already um, what's right and what's wrong and what someone may believe just by kind of like watching their actions um, and that's, that's not always loving either. Cause we need yeah. to be able to hear others opinions and like yeah. actually let them talk for themselves yeah. so that they feel valued and loved.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think like, that's a great point. But when you brought up Jesus and like how he was kind of a BA because he was, um, <laughs> and I love that side of Jesus, like he's loving, like he died on a tree for us. Yes, but like, he also is like a very just God and he like relentlessly pursues you and like pursues your heart. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite gospel stories is, um, uh, when the pharisees dragged the woman caught in uh, adultery mm-hmm. to the to the temple and and uh they proposed Jesus and they like kind of set him up in a trap and Jesus doesn't say anything he just uh kneels down and starts writing in the sand and that's like a a psalm you know that that's a old testament connection there but what i love is like he tells you know he for whoever like has the has the least of, of of sin amongst you like cast the first stone and that to me is just like You know, we can be wrong. It's okay to be Mm -hmm. wrong, too. Like, I know for me, like 2016, when the first presidential election was going around, like, I didn't, you know, really understand the church's teachings. And I didn't understand, you know, the law of God. And, And back then, I know that I was probably wrong in a lot of what I thought. And, um, but Jesus doesn't like condemn you for, you know, being wrong. Like he chases you and he says like, get up and sin no more.
0: Mm, And it's not,
1: he's, it's not like he's saying, okay, get up and you're, you're banished. Like get away from me. Like he says, get up. I love you. You know, I want you like I'm thirsty and I'm hungry for your soul to get to home, like to to get back to heaven. So yeah, I think that's like a big, a big thing for me right now is like, I may not agree with everybody. I may not, you know, see eye to eye with people politically, you know, I may not see eye to eye with my family. And mm-hmm. some topics, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm called as a Catholic to not condemn those people. And I'm called as a Catholic to say, like, to to drag them up when, in, in their lowest moments and them to do the same for me and to say like, I love you. And, um, you know, we we don't have to be enemies. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: so good. Yeah, and that reminded me too of the uh, passage uh, about Zacchaeus. Yeah, and Zacchaeus is uh, short in stature, as they say in scripture, kind of like I feel right now next to Liam, <laughs> even though I am, <laughs> even though I am taller than him, you oh, uh, wouldn't I know, know it for today. One. But um, <laughs> but he he wants to see Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And like, and he's he's a tax collector, and in those days, it wasn't like, okay, I take my ten percent. No, it's like he took. 15 or 20 or whatever it was because he wanted to keep some for himself and but he still wanted to meet jesus and jesus says you know what i'm coming to your house today i'm coming to your house today and jesus says salvation has come to this house and and is like me <laughs> right, he's like mm-hmm. me, but I've done all this stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm coming anyway." And then he's like,
2: "What?"
0: <laughs> right, he's pumped, he's so excited. I feel like we should
2: have a Bible that is like just interpreted by very yeah. 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 a Very interesting. Yeah, you
0: can awesome. find it actually on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> when well, you're a great saint
2: someday, they'll, they'll
0: record
1: you. Um,
2: but no, one of my favorite quotes, and I should have it. Memorized by heart because it's in my office and at home, but it, I don't. It's um, Mother Teresa, and she says that to be Christ to others, we first have to go home and love the people under our roof. Mm, and I think yeah. that yeah. is very paraphrased. That's not exactly what it says at all. Yeah. But because um, my quote is way smaller up, there. but <laughs> um, um, I think that's so important too because I've I've seen just families be broken by um, the election and and COVID and even just differing views on on anything. Um, because they don't know how to love first. And yeah. and I think a big part of that too is I've noticed as um we get like these new generations of teens that like I don't know like if they weren't like if spanking wasn't cool then. I don't know. <laughs> but like but like they don't the same like respect that a lot of us adults grew up with that like we were to respect our elders, it's is not lacking. it's not there. Yeah. Like at all. And so it's really it's hard because I hear teens talk about their parents. Yeah. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I know teens that like call their mom by their first name. Like mm-hmm. my mom, my mom would have killed me. Yeah, like spanking would have been very relevant in <laughs> my house. If that yes. Yeah. So like, so for so I know it's hard, and part of it is I think you know if you watch celebrities, a lot of them even when they're younger, they do they call their parents by their first names, yeah. and like that's the cool thing to do, yeah. um, and I think that makes it really hard, but it's so important that we start with that respect in our own homes. Whether or not we agree with mom and dad, whether or not we think they're way too strict for us,
3: we still have to respect their decisions and learn from those. Because if you don't respect the people that you um, are closest with at home, raised with, um, you can't learn to respect your significant other. You can't learn to respect your teachers or the person in front of you at the grocery store. Like you can't start to respect other people if you can't focus on where you come from. Yeah, easily. Um, and I think another thing that I just was thinking about a big theme that we've been talking about is love. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that like you, um, like not just saying, um, like when you, you love someone, it goes right hand in hand with respect because mm-hmm. loving is putting someone before you, yeah. putting them, um, in front of your needs and your wants and desires. And, um, respecting is like listening to someone else and um really like diving in to what they have to say and that's that's love i mean that's the greatest thing that we can do for someone is to fully respect them in that aspect
1: yeah like what's the definition of love like willing the good of somebody else yeah Yeah. and yeah yeah. and like you said like it goes right in hand in hand with respect because are you going to have enough respect for somebody to will their good instead of your own good and are you going to be able to die to yourself in that aspect of of being like a sacrificial lamb like like our lord was you know and and he didn't have to he wasn't obligated to but he was and you know but we we are obligated to like respect our neighbor and mm-hmm. and to will the good of of their soul and, and of their future too
2: yeah so and that and again that doesn't mean that you have to support every choice and that also doesn't mean that in an argument you have to win right like i right. see that we're yeah. like yeah. nowadays and i'm guilty of it too I'm guilty but of nowadays that. like when you get into an argument it doesn't yeah. matter if you were right or wrong yeah you have to have yes. the last word and be the winner yes and I think that's like that is the opposite of love, because truly, if you if you encounter someone who has never encountered Christ um, or has never opened a gospel, um, one of my favorite quotes, and I think I've shared it before, is that for some people, you are going to be the only gospel someone reads. And if your gospel is that I have to have the last word and what I'm saying is true and right, and that's the first encounter they have with you. They have now shut that Bible and they will never open it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, versus if we're going in and sometimes that means it is just listening. Like mm-hmm. you're not really saying like Father Eric Shield is amazing at oh this. He'll gosh. sit there and like if you've ever met the man, um, he's not afraid to say what he thinks. <laughs> but he also will sit there and lovingly listen first. And that mm-hmm. always goes first. And then he'll kind of ask like well, can I share my thoughts? And they're normally in your face and you're like, whoa, okay, you're right. That's, that's great to think about. (laughs) Um, But for, for me, having him as our pastor has, has helped me grow a lot because sometimes even with teenagers, like I'm, I'm like, no, but you're wrong. Like, just stop it. You're wrong. Let me just tell you the right thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's helped me grow in that. Like the first thing we are to do is, is love. And that means Mm -hmm. even those people that drive us nuts, um, even our siblings, like we yeah. are to be there and to love them, even through the hard the hardships and the the big fights.
0: Uh, and and sometimes loving means telling the people we love no,
3: mm-hmm.
0: ouch, <laughs> <laughs> right? Sometimes mom has to be mom, dad has to be dad, and we have to say, you know what? That's you shouldn't do that. And that's hard to hear because we often want to do what we want to do, right? Mm-hmm. I want to do this. I want to have my my stake. i I do and eat it too right (laughs) but like sometimes it's like no that that's actually gonna hurt you and here's why i'm telling you why you should do it and that that hopefully we see our parents directing it towards us as an act of love too Mm -hmm. right and our response to that should be respect like Mom or dad you may actually know a thing or two. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Um and even though it may be difficult in the time at mm-hmm. the time to see that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like when you were talking about Father Eric and you said um that he listens to people too and then he'll speak after and not always just, you know, hounding at someone and saying words but like mm-hmm. sometimes actions speak louder than words and actually, you know, sometimes doing something for someone that they least expect, like that can have that can go a long way in respect as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Father as, Eric is as, great.
0: I was thinking too on, you know, we had spoken previously on relationships, right? And um, especially with, you know, who should we be dating? Mm -hmm. And I think of that advice as sound advice uh, for young ladies and what guys they should be dating. And Mm -hmm. a key characteristic is how they treat their mother,
3: Mm -hmm. yes how respectful or not respectful or
0: disrespectful they are to their mother. And boy, that can be a very uh, quick telltale sign uh, to keep dating that person or dump them really quick
2: very very true i
0: agree with that
1: my mom and i uh we have a very fun relationship i'd probably put it um my mom was a cradle catholic like i have been blessed to be um and she uh she definitely has been that uh the spiritual rock um whether or not we see eye to eye in every single, right. yeah. <laughs> you know, um, thing that comes about in, in in the household, that is up for debate. But um, I still love her uh, with with everything, and and you know, my dad and I probably, uh, I'm probably more of a of a daddy's boy. Um, <laughs> but my mom and I have, have always had that like really good relationship that balances out, you know, what I need instead of like what I want. Kind of what mm-hmm. we were just talking yeah. about, mm-hmm. you know. And and she's been able to have those conversations with me uh at certain points of my life I'm like what is actually realistic and what is just kind of fantasy and um I've come to her with problems before I've come to her with anxieties with stresses um and she's always been able to either talk me up or talk me down if I'm you know being kind of naive or uh ignorant to, like what's going on in mm-hmm. front of me um so yeah I would definitely agree like in in terms of like relationship wise um I think a pretty quick indicator would be how does that particular man or or boy if he hasn't reached that manhood <laughs> <you know? laughs> how, does he, how yeah. does he treat his mother because i understand like arguments happen and mm-hmm. blow-ups happen like yeah. we're human yeah and, you know, that's that's a result of, of how we got here but like at the end of the day, are you willing the good of your mother? And do you have the respect to will the good of your mother over, you know, your own personal desires? So that's a really good point, I would yeah. say.
2: That's awesome. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you for being here with us today, yeah, Liam. Thanks,
1: Liam. Oh, thank you. I, I was, yeah, uh, when we walked in here, I've watched a couple of, of, uh, <laughs> of these and they're really cool. But when we walked in here, I was like, oh, my gosh, there's so many lights and <laughs> so, so many, uh, so many cords. It's, it's, it's really, it's really <laughs> impressive. <I gotta laughs> say. It's really yeah, so thank you. Thank you for having me
3: awesome thank you Liam. thank you well you can find this show on the new awaken app um and you can go to the awaken um you will find this not on the app store but through this link so check out that link and download this on your phone also, um, if you like what we're doing here, we ask that you can support us um, when you can. And you can go to Awaken Nation um, for that and go to awakencatholic.org slash donate. Awesome. We'll see you guys next time.
2: Laters. Go blue. <laughs>
3: this media on
2: Awaken Catholic is made possible by the Awaken Nation and the Hollow app. The Awaken Nation is a community of people like you who support all things Awaken for as cheap as a cup of coffee a week and get access to exclusive content. Learn more by visiting awakencatholic.org slash donate. Hollow is the only audio-guided Catholic prayer app focused on contemplative prayer and traditional Catholic meditation such as Lectio Divina, Daily Examine, and the Rosary. We here at Awaken all use Hollow every day and love it.
3: To learn more or give it a try, visit hello.app slash awaken.